Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Well, that uh, that was a thing that happened. Um, yeah, what did happen? What just happened? Football happened, man. Holy Some smokes! Some of the ugliest, most frustrating. We won, right? We won. It doesn't feel like it. The My week goodness. one loss to Kansas City felt more like a win than today's win actually did. My goodness. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, welcome into the LOTL Browns postgame show, week four edition. I'm your host, Dan, here with uh, my co-hosts, uh, Steve and Ryan. How we doing, fellas? We won. I'm happy. With, uh, my, I, don't, I still don't think my heart rate is, has come down. Yeah, you know, I'll I never... I was losing this game at the start of the season, so... You so did. did. So did I. I. I did not. I didn't have us winning it like this, but... Um. Yeah. No style points in the NFL, and uh, very true. Um. You never get mad at a win. So while I'm sure you guys share my sentiment, I'm confused. I'm perplexed. I'm a little off put by that game today. But we are going to celebrate a victory Monday tomorrow for the third week in a row. The Cleveland Browns don't look now, but they are three and one, and they are. <laughs> As of right now, the Ravens are playing right now, and so are the Steelers. But the Bengals took care of business on Thursday night, so they are also three and one. So the Browns and the Bengals, yes, I just said the Browns and the Bengals are currently tied for the top of the AFC North at three and one. Browns get it done today, fourteen to seven, from a absolutely sterling performance by our defense. Uh, can't say enough of how well they played, um, especially after that first drive. Uh, but uh, they were amazing all day. And uh, the offense, in in particular, our quarterback, um, he said it best in his postgame, which we'll get to, his postgame comments. He, he said, you know, I don't know what the hell that was. And that, that pretty much sums it up because – Neither do we. That uh, – there's only one reason why I say that wasn't the worst game he's ever played, and it's because he didn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't I didn't turn the ball over, and we won the game. As awesome as our defense was, and I'm not crediting Baker for this at all because he played like absolute, I'm going to use a bad word, dog shit. He played like dog shit today. Um, he did not turn the ball over at all today, which forced the Vikings to have to go. They never, The Vikings never had a short field all day. They had to go long fields the whole way. And our defense, that first drive, they gave a touchdown. They kind of had to get their bearings. But our defense after that just turned the lights off, and especially our front four. Our front four was absolutely dominant today. Um, pass rushing, also on the inside, Malik Jackson. Malik Jackson turned back the clock a bunch of years today. He's in his 30s now, but, man, he looked like he looked like uh, Super Bowl-winning Philadelphia Eagle Malik Jackson uh today so that was great but uh yeah we 
we'll get into it. Uh, we need to talk about our quarterback and what he did um, or didn't do today. Uh, I think he missed OBJ for about three touchdowns today. Oh, that was the last that, one. The, the last one, one being the, the most. The egregious. last one was terribly there egregious. Were some, there were numerous bad bad tosses yeah. all day. He missed Harrison Bryant again, which would have been a big gainer. Yeah. Um, and then he also didn't get some help. Hooper let one go right through his hands. One of the Hooper few balls the ball. that was on target. Hooper, <laughs> Hooper dropped the ball. And again, this isn't this isn't me uh, explaining away how bad Baker was because there's there there's no explanation. He's you know you got to man up and take it. Um, I thought the interior of our offensive line pass blocking was just getting beat up all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Treader Treader and Teller especially were just getting thrown into Baker's foot. Baker couldn't step up ever. Was, on the first fourth down play where they were down at the goal line, that's exactly what happened. Guy got beat yep. on the inside. Yep. Baker couldn't step up. He had to try to go outside and right. end up in the sack. Right, which forced, which gave the sack to to uh, Daniel Griffin or Everson Griffin, who uh, was working on uh, Jed Wills. I, I'm not blaming that on Jed Wills at all. Jed Wills did his job. If if Baker would have been able to step up, Everson Griffin goes right behind him and has no impact on the play. Because the fact that Baker had to escape out from the right because everything was coming towards him, it was just bad situation. Yeah, but uh, on the Will's note, I we got to just sit him down till he's healthy. This is yeah yet another game that least, he didn't well, make it all the way through. And he, this is going to happen because he was actually when he came out of the game, he kicked his helmet. Yeah. He was really demonstrative. He actually got carted into the locker room. So he is. Yeah, hurt. I mean. It, Imagine, imagine being him and his frustration. You turn your ankle in the first game of the year, and you try and give it a go, and you just – because it's just not right, it's not healthy, you just continue to tweak that ankle every single game, and this is the fourth game now. So he's done it now three straight weeks just tweaking it, and you can tell he's done it every week. Like he's had to come out for a couple plays, get it retaped, worked on, yeah. then he's able to come back in today. He wasn't able to come back in, and, I, you know, he's he's got to sit at least a week. We I I don't want to I don't want to right but we're kidding ourselves he can't give his best effort he can't play the way he wants to and we need him to play and he's only going to keep kicking the can down the road literally and figuratively and I'd rather just get him healthy and bite the bullet for one week and then get him back hopefully the following it's a situation where where you you at you wish uh, we would have our bye week earlier in the season yeah or you just kind of sit him down be like okay just take a week get 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 the weight off it. Yeah, we're we're a mile away from that. We we yeah. we got to get to week thirteen for our yeah. bye week. Yeah, so, so that's that's that. Yeah, that's they need to sit him for a week. You know, uh, uh, who's our what the heck's his name? The guy named Blake. No, the the, the oh Hudson. No, not he didn't play today. Well, no. oh um, our uh, Hubbard. Yeah, Hubbard. There we go. He was at. <laughs> He was actually able to come back and practice this week, so you know, hopefully, he's able to play next week. Yeah, if Hubbard can go, that'd be great. Um, and yeah, just just at least for a week, just sit, Wills, see how it reacts, and then go from there. But yeah, he can't play next week. It's just um, you're gonna need to find somebody who can block Joey Bosa next week. Yeah, that's gonna be an issue. That's gonna be an issue. I think we're gonna be uh, having a lot of uh, uh, sets where we have a tight end uh, uh, next to the left tackle next week. Oh, you're going to have to have that. To, to do some chipping and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk about Baker. Uh, I also want to make sure that we talk about our head coach today because I think this is one of the one of his most poorly executed in-game uh, managed games that he's had. Um, and it, we haven't had a lot to choose from, but it seems like 
the past couple weeks, and again, we could be nitpick. I'm not nitpicking today because, especially on the challenges, I, maybe he's getting bad information in his ear from from the guys up, you know, the coaches up in the booth that that tell him like, hey, challenge this, hey, don't challenge this. The first challenge, I don't know why on earth we just wasted a timeout. That there, there's no that was a hundred percent a catch. There was no way that that was going to get uh, overturned. And then the Baker scramble on third down was definitely who he uh, stayed in. Yeah, and he got the first down, and they, they just didn't challenge it. I don't understand how you have these billion dollar franchises. You can hire whoever you want to hire. Why do we not have like eight different people watching yeah. monitors that have every different angle saying challenge or don't challenge? I, I mean, refuse I'm pretty to believe sure that I'd... an analytical organization like the Browns yeah. is right now doesn't have some version of that. So how did we let our head coach fly blind and get two obvious challenge situations wrong both times? Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Was, I, I'm sure we have at least one guy up in the booth. I I don't know. I don't know how you could have looked at the replay on that first challenge, that, that that challenge flag that we did throw in the first half and say, hey, that might not be a catch. He clearly got two feet in, and he clearly caught the ball. I don't know why we threw the red flag there. It was just a wasted timeout. And I think the second one was even worse to me because of the, the context of the game at that yeah. point in time. That first down would have been such a big deal. Yeah, which, by the way. And to not even, like, hesitate to think about it. Yeah, that play, just like the Felton play, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, uh, Baker could have just flipped it to Kareem Hunt and got the first down anyway. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. I don't know what hit, what was in his headspace today. Is he, but. is he still hurt? Is it? I mean, I know it was his non-throwing shoulder, but yeah, is he still I, just in pain? I didn't want to bring that up because I don't want to use that I don't as an want, excuse. I don't want to give excuses. But, but I, I do I do think he's still being bothered. He's still wearing that 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 yeah. sleeve thing. You can but, see it's coming out of yeah. his. But it doesn't make sense. Like, Why would somebody who's hurt be more willing to run and put his body on the line than dump it off? You think it'd be right. almost backwards. Yeah, I'm – for that, I'm talking about his throwing, but yeah, I don't. I, I think I think Baker's just tough to a fault, and he does just doesn't care. And I don't think that's even a uniform thing, him running versus passing. Because again, third and goal from the six yard line, um, he had to scramble out to the right, and he ultimately ended up throwing back across his body to <coughs> should have been for a touchdown to a wide open Korean honey missed him. Yeah, it's, but he it's, also had the chance to just run and pick up either the first down or possibly even get to the end zone there, and he that, didn't didn't yeah. do that. That was. Uh, the throw should have been better. That is a much harder throw than anybody gives that credit for. You watch yeah. the replay. You watch how he torqued his body back to the left to try and get that throw off. His yeah. entire momentum is taken to the sidelines. And was it Kareem that was he was trying to throw to? Yes. Yeah. Was in the middle of the end zone. No, that's that's a. Uh, he should have made the throw. It, it should have been a touchdown. Not not again. Not no excuses. But that's that's not like that. That's not a throw that like anybody can make. That's a lot tougher of a throw than. Uh, than you think, Which but if, if you're not comfortable making that throw, you know, just don't make just, it. Just tuck it and run. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Uh, by the way, the Indians win their final game as the Indians today. Uh, season's over, so we move towards the Guardians. Um, yeah, I uh, also with Stefanski. Man, I'm starting to get a little bit frustrated about how aggressive he is going for on fourth down. Am I alone in that? Uh. I I go back and forth. I don't know. Because a couple of weeks ago when it all worked out, we were praising the heck out of it. You know, it's if it works, you're a genius. And if it doesn't work, you're a moron. And so I looked it up mid-game. Prior to this game, we were uh, in 10th in the league, top third of the league, uh, at 57% on fourth down. So yeah. um, I I understand the philosophy of it, and I guess – 
if if their stats say that they're going to have X number of opportunities to have the ball, that it's worth it. I, I, I know that there's probably some absurd convoluted formula that says yes or no, you should or should not. Yeah. I just think this game feels a whole lot different from start to finish if we have that three points right there. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. You know, it was it was within a one-score game. for It was within a touchdown for yeah. the vast majority of the game. Yeah, and if Sheldon Richardson doesn't pull a Chris Weber and call a timeout when he doesn't have one right? and we end up going for two, that's a 13-7 game a, at yeah. the end, and we're really crapping our pants at the end of the game. Absolutely. So we can agree that Stefanski made a good call there following the Vikings, you know, bad that, timeout call. That one I agree with. That one I agree with. Yeah. yeah. The play call also made sense. Did yeah. our, our play calling in the red zone, specifically within like 10 yards today, was befuddling? The first yeah. possession was specifically terrible. Your first down and goal on the tw- – well, no, see, first and 10 on the 12 or the 11, that's a loser situation to begin with. And the Browns were in that twice. The first time they came down there, they ran the ball on first and second down, which – I didn't really care for it. But then, again, third, you had, you had the missed throw. Fourth down, again, I don't know why you're not kicking there. You know, fourth fourth down and four at the six, that's not a high percentage play. Yeah. Now, the second time, it was fourth and goal on the two. I don't have any problem with going for on fourth and goal on, at the one or the two. Yeah. You miss, the other team starts on their own one or their own two. They're probably not going to do much with that drive. Yeah. I, the, 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 second fourth, the second fourth down in the red zone, uh, the fourth and goal from the two, like you said, I'm fine with. The first one, fourth and four from the six, I th- I think going for that is a little bit reckless, especially when you're already down. You're down. You're on the road, and you're down seven nothing. Just take the points. And to the point that Ryan was probably about to make, you ran it on, in that situation. You ran it on first and second down, but then knowing that you were going to go for it on fourth down, they elected to try to throw on third down, which you know doesn't intuitively and that make route much sense. Was just. That, uh, that, the, that the attempted pass to OBJ, yeah. just there's not enough space, and there's and, and that takes too much time to develop. That looked like something that OBJ and Baker just like drew up in the dirt, right? And I I don't mind them working on things to try to develop something, and that's fine. But like that's not the situation that I want them yeah. drawn up goofy. Not plays on, on third down in the red zone, and we should have been stopped on. We I mean we we got lucky. We got bailed out by a holding call. Yeah, we oh, should yeah. have been yeah, yeah. stuffed. We easily could have not scored again there. Yeah, we still almost didn't score. And let's not forget that the Vikings had some very poor game management when they got the ball back after going. Did down anybody else? Seven. Did yeah. anybody else uh, during that whole sequence get flashbacks to 2019 when we were playing the Colts, where the Browns had uh, eight chances inside the five to score a touchdown and didn't do it? And then yeah, no, I Freddie didn't. Kitchens. I didn't think about it in the moment, but yeah, now that you. Twice. Yeah, uh, we had the game against Buffalo where that happened too. Yeah, or it, maybe maybe it was Buffalo. It, it it's that whole situation. Like we're, you're on the one yard line, you've got the best backfield in football. Why are you getting so cute? Yeah, what do you? I know our offensive line is banged up. I don't care if you can't get a yard, a single yard backs against the wall. Line up guys and go push. I I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, this I, might be a little bit of a hot take here. Oh, but I feel Look like out. but I feel like in this situation. That they could do exactly what you were saying, Ryan. They could just hand it off and get a touchdown. But we've had many rushing touchdowns this year. We hadn't thrown a, a passing TD to a receiver yet this season, and we were clearly having trouble doing so. I feel like the coaching staff wanted that 
more so, not just the points, but to do that in that mm. situation, to try to yeah. get Baker and the receivers some confidence. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I get it. it. It is nice to help your, your quarterback build confidence and especially, you know, get, get some receivers some touches. But I don't know. I don't know if, if Stefanski and company really care who scores as long as we're actually scoring. At the end of the day, we need points. And style points don't matter. I, I guess the building confidence thing is 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 a good point though because all it takes is a Baker and OBJ to link up once or twice and maybe they start grooving a little bit better. To me, there is just no other explanation to that because if you have first and goal on the one, why wouldn't you just run it on? Just first hammer down? it. You know, instead they throw the Hooper it's out the back of the end zone. Second down, they throw that. You know, we have more tight ends and banana play to, to yeah. Beckham. Which truthfully, if Baker had thrown a better ball, that would have been a touchdown. It too. might have been, but, but like yeah. Yeah, so it was on third down they finally decided to run it. Thank goodness. We've got more tight ends than we know what to do with, and we've got Andy Janovich. Just line up your big dudes and go to work. It's I don't think you need to get too cute or fancy, but, you know. By the way, did anybody like the run formation that they ran a couple times today where they had Kareem Hunt playing the fullback? It was interesting. I had not seen that. Um, I had not seen that before. Um, Kareem, Kareem Hunt saved this team for the second week in a row. I'm, yeah. I'm high on Kareem Hunt. Not that Chubb, Chubb did not have a bad game, don't get me wrong. He rebounded well. He had 100 yards today. Mm-hmm. Was um, he your first but, star but, of the game? But Hunt, yeah, pro- well, no. I, off, did, offensively, offense, well, yeah. for sure. I mean, but, he did score the touchdown. Yeah, offensively, absolutely. But big picture, uh, for me, it's uh, pick your poison on defense. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean – Clowney only had one tackle on his stat sheet, but boy, he was so disruptive all day. Yeah, he, he, was, he was phenomenal. Also, good to see him come back in the game late after getting banged up. Yeah, and, that was weird. Like he collided back, with he collided with Miles. It looked like he like he like arched his back. I think and it was like his winced. hip. I think it was his hip. Back or hip, maybe. Yeah, I um, really hope we don't get like tomorrow. We don't hear like you know he has a hip point and it's out like two or three weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he and um, I mean again, pick anybody. The entire defensive tack line. Got a, tack Got another sack. Tack had a nice tack day. Tack attack. Yeah, tack attack was was he he had a good day. Talk about a weird day, Denzel Ward. Talk Jekyll and Hyde, man. We got to have a conversation about he, him. He he has had a really bad start to the year, but he had like two or three really key stops today. He he yeah. had some moments, but boy, he has been Jekyll and Hyde. Um, yeah, he, it was it was interesting because like the first couple weeks we had, we had talked about hey like they're throwing at Denzel they're not throwing at Greg Newsom yeah Greg Newsom wasn't in there today and they were still throwing at Denzel yeah so yeah. it's not who's on the other side that they don't want to throw to something's go- I don't know if he's hurt I he was a little banged up in training camp I don't know if he's not healthy maybe that's a bit of an issue he to me he looks a little slow he's getting beat. On some, on a yeah. lot of plays, yeah, we Justin went, Jefferson is a great receiver. I'm not, you know, I'm not. It's not like he's like giving up, uh, you know, these plays to bums. Some, some like Justin slow, Jefferson yeah. as no, a he, rookie, he, he's as a, a rookie last year had 1,400 yards receiving. He's a like star. he's, yeah. So it's not like he's not getting beaten by schlubs out there. And but, part of it was that Joe Woods did get a little bit. A little spicy and putting him in man coverage. There were especially there, late in the game. Yeah, yep. oh god, especially especially. But that was one of the key plays where where yeah. Denzel did step up back against the wall man coverage and yeah, and did what needed to be done. But there there was what felt like a surprising amount of man coverage against really high quality wide receivers. Yeah, and especially uh, late in the game, which is if you want to try and do that early in the game because you want to like send pressure or whatever, and you got to leave you got to leave man on the back end, but. Late in the game, I thought, yeah, I thought that was like you said, spicy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Delpit got his first pick, though. Good for good for or not Delpit. Uh, greedy. greedy. Excuse me. Yeah, greedy greedy got his first pick. Good for him. Much maligned, man. He's, you first know, hasn't been able to stay healthy. And then, you know, he's he kind of lost his place to Greg Newsom and in the pecking order. And but he stepped up, man. Next man up. Um, but uh, I got to say, probably my number one star for the day is Jeremiah Wosukorabawa. I mean, that guy, that's a great choice. He was all over the place today. Oh, my. Was he all over the field or what today? He he was flying everywhere and making tackles, uh, key tackles at big moments in space at a million miles an hour. That's a hard thing to do. How often do you see somebody come flying at a million miles an hour just to get juked out of his shoes? Yeah, I mean. He was moving fast, and he was able to break down and make some really key tackles. Absolutely. For me – you know he is going to be a monster for us uh, in the run in the uh, uh, run stopping game. Um, teams aren't going to be able to run those stretch stretch out uh, runs or uh, pitches because he's too fast. He's going to get to where he needs to be quicker than the uh, pulling guard or or tight end or whatever to get out to the outside. He's going to be there first. We saw it last week against the Bears. We saw it again today. Um, He's going to be a menace blitzing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just all over the place. He was amazing today, uh, and he continues to be. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see a situation where uh, he's not in there for us moving forward in any sort of important situation, and probably on most situations um, he's going to be in there. So he – man – he uh, he's a menace. Yeah, he's he's going to be a problem for offenses to deal with for sure. Yeah, and, and I'm very glad he's on our team and not <laughs> somebody we're going to have to come up against. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Another good thing about our defensive performance today. Did you hear fifty one's number called? I, you read my mind. I was <laughs> like, I I literally I was, I was in my head as you were talking about Jack. I was like, you know what linebacker I didn't hear about right. today? I don't think he played that much on defense. I don't know. Taki Taki was back. Yep. Malcolm Smith played a lot, and, and then Jok. Yeah. So um, so I don't know if he played a lot. He played on special teams, but um, yeah. Employee fifty one. Hat off to you. We didn't hear you. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I <sighs> defense is great. I mean, can't say much about them. They've given up uh, one touchdown in the last two games, 13 points in the last two games. Uh, That's phenomenal. They're playing great. And and yesterday, last week, what you could say was a bit of maybe a little bit of a fluke because it was the Bears and Matt Nagy is horrific at a what bozo, he does. Yeah. Um, but uh, Minnesota just put 30 up on Seattle last week. Uh, Kirk Cousins hadn't thrown an interception coming into today. They got Dalvin Cook back today. Now, he was still hurt. He ended up getting hurt later in the game. Um, But, you know, today was no fluke. Today was, okay, you guys want to say last week was a fluke? Boom. Here you go. So... And today they did it on the road, which is inherently... On the road, yeah. And it's it's got to instill confidence. I mean, Baker said it. uh, Baker said it in his postgame comments you know he was like those guys played lights out today the reason why that we won and you know obviously he can't say anything different because the he played like, why they he, won because he played like dog vomit but but it's encouraging knowing what our offense is capable of think about our offense what what would a game look like if our offense is grooving like they did against kansas city and the defense plays like it did today i mean that's again it, 
potential is dangerous. Yeah. That's because, a Super Bowl caliber situation. Right. Oh, absolutely. If we, if we put if we put today's game, yeah. If 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 our offense plays up to its potential and the defense plays like they did today, there isn't the team like. Not even Tampa Bay can beat us. Yeah. Potential is dangerous because you could say that about a, about a lot of teams. But and here's the thing. Here's the thing that, that's very promising. We're 3-1, and one and we haven't put a full game together yet. Right. You know, we've played we've played the, the two-time defense. Our, our two road games are against two, you know, obviously the Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender, mm-hmm. which we think. I don't know. They're 2-2. Two and two. They don't look very good right now. But they're, they're the AFC representative. Until further notice. At yes. Least. Yeah. And then Minnesota – you know, if they're if they're if they're grooving, you know, they're a playoff team in the in the NFC, and they they're especially on offense, they were up until today. So it was really good to see. Uh, That's a good offense we shut down. Yeah, for sure. And you look it's at great. the guys that they got. You know, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Th- Thielen. Thielen. You know, they they have a lot of weapons on that offense, right. and they did Browns just shut them down today. Right, and it's not to say that like we can just ride this defense for the rest of the year, but. Be, you know, because, uh, you know, we – how many games, especially of Brown's past the last two decades, where our quarterback plays like that and we lose? Oh, oh, oh no. Every just about every time. We, yeah. we, right. ha- we – the way today played out was unfortunately not too dissimilar from what we've dealt with in Cleveland for a very long time, finding ways to give opponents yeah. opportunities to come back and beat us. We, right. we have lost this type of game a thousand times over in the yeah. past decade. And, and I, how – were you guys feeling the same thing I was feeling when we, when we uh, stepped up for that 53-yard field goal that that was going to be a miss – Minnesota was going to get great field position, and yes. they were going to drive down the field, and we were going to lose that game fourteen I, to eleven. I was supremely confident that was how this. was I going to did play not out. feel that way at all. Oh God! Because McMuffin, my first star of the game. Guess actually, what? Steve's not telling the truth. Was, <laughs> I really thought he was going to make it. I really did. I had. I. I did not. I. I fifty three is Guy's a long way. I mean, he just his fifty six was his longest. Yeah. Like what? Last week or two weeks ago? That was last, as long as ever. Last week. Last also, week. Yeah. Also, he's kicking indoors, which is a lot easier than you know having. That's true. Out. Well, the indoor thing, I, I wasn't. Many, I wasn't okay. rationally but, thinking. But that I'm going back. Moment. But I'm, what I'm going back to is how many times in the past where our offense and our quarterback has played that way, would we find a way to lose that game? Oh well, yes, that point is absolutely valid. And in fact, when we, so I I'm actually just, felt, I actually felt worse about the game's outcome, not going into that field goal kick. But after Baker missed the wide open Beckham, oh. which would have iced the game, and which yeah. meant we had to give the ball back with a minute and five left in the timeout. For Could you imagine if we? I, w- I was, you know, the defense was playing great, but I was still feeling like, man, the Minnesota's due to do something here at the very end. And they very nearly did. Actually, that, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I especially it, like I, I go back to that Sheldon Richardson blunder where he called the he tried to call the timeout that they didn't have and it set us up to get the two point conversion because it would have been 13 to 7 at that point. Mm-hmm. We've been sweating even more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if Baker misses OBJ on that third down, it would have been 13 to 7 and Minnesota would have gotten the ball back with uh like one I think it was 149 and and a timeout. I mean, you're thinking they're going to score a touchdown oh, with like absolutely. six seconds left. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know it's and like, I know. and like Steve said, they almost <laughs> did. Yeah, and I, I know it's terrible form to laugh at your own jokes, but I had a good chuckle at myself because he was the reason we had a full. We were able to go for that two point and get it. He also got his hand up and um, and uh, swatted at um, 
later in the game. Mm. He, he he batted about one of Baker's passes down that could have, again, another possible game ceiling type opportunity. Yeah. It was it was very much a uh, Sheldon Richardson giveth and uh, yeah, taketh away, away yeah. as well. Like he. He, so who was somebody tweeted mid game about him being a sleeper agent for the Browns, <laughs> for the for the Browns still <laughs> after that after that timeout <laughs> or the attempted timeout. But uh, oh, yeah, I, I mean, that was Minnesota. They're they're weird. They're 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 firmly in good territory. Like we, that, they're not a world beater, but we didn't. We no. we we just beat a very solid you know and and foundationally strong team like that was a good win funny too because they're one and three right they've lost and then meanwhile like the denver broncos for me are are well until they probably lose tonight to the ravens um undefeated at the moment and i would take minnesota over them a thousand times out of a thousand the vikings to me are just an eh team I mean, they're they're probably like the epitome of you know five hundred. They're which, like good plus. Yeah, but in to be fair, many times in the past, these were games that you'd say, well, that's a winnable game, but the Browns would just not win these games. Right. Yeah. And, you know, credit to the Browns, they got it done today, despite getting some horrifically bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, anything else we need to cover about today? I don't think so. We need Baker to bounce back. Yeah, I don't want to harp on it too much because we've clearly covered it, and I think people who listen to us know how we feel about Baker here. But one thing that I'm I'm, I'm already tired of is the fact that people are doing the see he's not a franchise quarterback bit. I I think it's played out. They're waiting for him to do something wrong. Why are you actively – Stop being a Browns fan if you're waiting for our quarterback to do something wrong so you can be like, I told you so. And let's clarify something here. We're going after fans that are actually Browns fans. We're not talking about the Colin Cowherds of the world who are probably going to be talking more about Baker's third down miss to OBJ than the game result. I don't even, yeah. I'm not giving, I'm not feeling that fire. I'm not giving him that, you know, him or anyone like him extra clicks or views or whatever. I just, big picture, I understand. If you don't believe that Baker is a franchise quarterback, you're entitled to your opinion on that. That's fine. But and this, at this, this point, and at this point, your your opinion's probably not going to change. No, and it's fine because it is what it is, and it, whether you love him or hate him or you're indifferent, doesn't matter. Big picture, this thing is way too complex for one game to be the thing you point to and say, yeah. "See, he, he he's not it." If you want to look at the body of work and say, "I don't like how he responds when he's pressured, when he's got to scramble, yada yada yada," there's a valid critique there, and we can have that conversation. But to simply say, "Oh, see, he had a bad game, so he's he's not, you know, blah yeah. blah blah." It's just again, it's short sighted, and it, it's right. you're, you're, it's just not a great logically sound argument. Right, and he, and you know he, he, we know he had a bad day. Yeah, and but he admitted got, it, and he owned it. He said he had a piss. That was his press. Right. You you referenced his press conference after the fact. He goes, yeah, we like he pretty much. I'm not not verbatim, but he's like, we won despite me. He had a yeah. piss poor effort. The defense was outrageous. Right, correct. He knows that. He's yeah. acknowledging it. Stefanski said the same thing. He goes, yeah, I didn't do a good job of giving him. You know, good looks and yada yada. I think I he's think Kevin it. Kevin probably took a disproportionate amount. Yeah, of credit he's doing his for, job by protecting his right, quarterback. Right. Yeah, he's like, doing a good. Kevin head drew up job. some decent plays. Yeah, I still think his play calling was suspect at moments. His yeah. clock management was, was suspect. He needs to get better situationally. And and I've said that 
I, I've pointed that out. That's numerous been a big games. critique about him yeah. for a while, which again doesn't make a ton of sense for somebody that seems so analytical with a GM that's so analytical. How do you not have situations drawn up in advance to say if we find ourselves in X Y Z criteria, then we respond like this? <laughs> I think it's just experience because he's still really you, you new. Think about it. He's, right. he's still like this is really just it's year it's one year plus that he's he's been doing this as a head coach, and it's the first year first year that he's gone on the road in hostile environments because Back there were no fans. Back to where fan, he used to be for 14 years. There were no fans last year. So right. Right. playing at Arrowhead is a lot different uh, last year in the playoffs than it is than it was week one when they had 75,000 people in there. And like he described, it sounded like a, a jet engine. Yeah. Well, when, you got to think, he's a year and a quarter into being a head coach, like yeah. you just said, one of the one whole year being without fans. Yeah. The year before that, he was a no. According to the year before that, he was a quarterbacks coach. Yeah, I mean, he, he's so he's in a world of a different place. Experience for him is going to be the greatest teacher, and he's yeah. going to get experience in these situations, and hopefully, he learns from it and he grows from it. But yeah. we can't keep making excuses for him because yeah. he's he's got to get better eventually. But yeah. it, at least it's like the difference between an excuse and an explanation. I'm yeah. not excusing it, but I can understand and explain why things are the way they are. Yeah, and I'm just saying right now. I'm just saying I I want everybody that's that's dogging on Baker. And we are too, for, to a certain extent. We we're gonna we're gonna hand up. We're gonna when he plays great, we're gonna you know exalt him. That was weird. Exalt him. What is he? The Lord. I was gonna say uh, the no. second coming. Yeah, we're going. You know, we're going to praise. That's another weird one. Praise, You're on fire. Just, just after I said exalt. <laughs> Happy Sunday, everybody. Him. Where are you guys going with this? I don't know. I don't know. But it doesn't look good for me because everybody says I'm a. Baker. I tell you what, I may I may look at him as as the second coming if he brings a Super Bowl to Cleveland. Oh well, yeah, but yeah, I mean he will Immediate have he will statue. have exalted status over yeah. LeBron if Immediate, he wins a oh, six, yeah. wins a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but the you know who's gonna have the winning points if it happens? Chase McLaughlin, McMuffin, McMuffin, the McMuffin, McMuffin Mafia. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, so the whole like Baker thing, like, I get it. He played like crap. Like, he deserves some criticism. To just say like, like you guys are just like ready to like go hunting for a quarterback in the draft next year, which it seems like a lot of Browns fans are right now, is absolutely ridiculous. Here's a fun fact: we still won the freaking game today. Number right, one, right, and number two. If, 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 say, we would have found a way like we normally would have in the past to piss that game away, 110% this game would have been, this loss would have been Baker's fault. And we would have come out here and told you. But I need everybody who's dogging him right now to keep that same energy when he comes out next week in LA and throws three t- 300 yards and throws three touchdown passes and we spank the Chargers. Because. Nice. You don't think that 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 kid's going to be motivated to play? And when does Baker play his best? When he's pissed. When he well, number one, when he's pissed, and when the lights are brightest. Baker always plays well when the lights are brightest. And we're playing, and you know, we're playing LA's second team, but we're playing in LA next week. Baker is going to want to light that new stadium up, and I think he's going to. And I think a lot of people are going to have to eat crow next next week. But mm-hmm. you know, everybody will say like, "Oh, the Chargers' defense isn't very good," and and blah blah blah, like get eat your cake this week. I'm gonna eat it too because we won the damn game. Mm-hmm. We're three and one. You know, Browns fans. Browns fans have a lot to be able to bitch about with having a three and one football team. Like where yeah, where right, where, are right. the, where, well, are the, where are these where are these where are these so fans inti- where are these a- fans where are these fans when we were one and thirty one and they were completely apathetic. 
2017. Now it's like a win is not good enough. Right. Yeah, like who are we to all of a sudden have this like elitist kind of an attitude here? Like we won we, the game. We, are we like Patriot fan or Steeler we fan? Like, like you know, a lot we're, of it. We're not thirteen and three. It's like oh yeah. A lot of it. A lot of everything? it. I think a lot of it. I think comes from a lot of people saw Joe Burrow play this week, and right. uh, you know he led the Bengals back from from fourteen to nothing down against the vaunted Jacksonville Jaguars, and everybody's like, oh, Joe Burrow is better than Baker Mayfield. Stop. Stop it. Joe Burrow's good. Joe Burrow's good. He's proven nothing still. These Who, are the out takes. of the two quarterbacks, who's been to the playoffs? Baker Mayfield. Out of the two quarterbacks, who's won a playoff game? Baker Mayfield. Out of the two quarterbacks, who's won a road playoff game? Baker Mayfield. Out of the two quarterbacks, who's won a road playoff game in Pittsburgh? <laughs> you just had to get Pittsburgh That's in incredibly there. Incredibly specific. <laughs> no, I... I I get to play this multiple times because we're about to go around the NFL. You know, I, this might be the last word here, but I think we have to, even though these two things are highly correlated, I think we need to realize that the Browns winning is more important than Baker Mayfield putting up a whole bunch of stats. Right. Baker Mayfield put up a whole bunch of stats and touchdown. Well, not touch, passing touchdowns, but, you know, in, in week one against Kansas City, we didn't win the game. Right. I'd rather have the win at the end of right. the day. Right. We'll like, like what, hap- what happens if Baker throws. Three, like I said, 300 yards and three touchdowns next week against the Chargers. But Justin Herbert, because he's really good, throws for four touchdowns and lights up our defense and we lose the game. Are we going to feel better? No. My fantasy team will feel good, but I'll feel <laughs> bad on everything else. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, we won the damn game. Be happy. Who? Yeah, he had a bad game. I, yeah. I'm going to bet on that kid to bounce back. Absolutely. That I, kid. That kid was left for dead after 2019, and look where we are and he is now. So, woo! Random Hello. thought. There we go. Random thought. Yep. U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nicest facility in the NFL? Ooh, Question it's, mark. It's, it's up there. That or maybe the. It's certainly up there. Vegas now. Death yeah. Star. Death Star. That, maybe SoFi, SoFi in LA. Yeah. Bajillion dollar stadium. Yeah. yeah. I mean, top top five for damn sure. Yeah. It looks pretty awesome on TV, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I haven't actually yeah. been in it, but actually walking on the street next to it in Minneapolis from a couple of years ago, it's it's pretty amazing. Anyway, there are rumblings that within the next decade there could be there could be a new stadium on the lakefront here. Good so Lord, that'd be beautiful. We First shall Energy see. Stadium is now twenty two years old. So yep. I mean, you figure most stadiums useful not life gonna, is about what thirty years. It's not going to happen unless unless the stadium is built on Burke Lakefront Airport because. What do you if we knock down First Energy Stadium? Where are the Browns going to play? Right, Ohio State. They're going to play in Columbus. Not, yeah, not right. in the, yeah. Okay. Cleveland fans would be apoplectic if that happened. <laughs> That's a great word. I know. <laughs> if you're talking about a temporary a, home for the Browns, for you. you may think I'm crazy. Infocision Stadium in Akron. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, we're okay. not. We're not the Chargers. Like when they moved to Home Depot Center, <laughs> uh, right. and draw and and not even being able to draw twenty grand. I think InfoSurgeon seats more than it does. Step Up Center. It, yeah, it does. It uh, it, it seats like twenty five thousand, but that's sorry, it's not gonna happen. There's not a lot of winning going on in that facility. Just saying. Ayo. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah. So uh, real quick, let's uh, let's 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 give a, a quick prediction. Uh, next week, we are going to SoFi Stadium to play the San Diego, not so San Diego, LA Superchargers. Ryan. 
What are we feeling about that game? And they, and it's it's kind of tough to to gauge because they're not playing until tomorrow. They will be coming off a short week playing us, so that will be interesting. That'll probably be in our favor a little bit, but um, yeah, they're a team that's coming off a win against the Chiefs, and uh, that's going to be a really good game uh, tomorrow. Chargers and Raiders. Yeah, Chargers Raiders. It's going to be an exciting game. Um, important for them, obviously, divisional game, and I think. The Raiders are – I still don't have the most confidence in them, but I think they're better than people give them credit for. Um, I, I'm going to say I hear everything that you were talking about with Baker bouncing back and, and showing up when he's got a little chip on his shoulder and people are watching. Uh, I, I, I don't see the Browns' defense having as great of a week back-to-back. And I think I, I'm such a Herbert believer that I'm going to say we, we going west, we lose. Um, close, within a touchdown. Four points, five okay. points. Yeah. I, I say we lose a close one. Could be. I may not be at liberty to give a prediction on this game because I will be at SoFi Stadium. Oh, you're going to the for, game? For this game. No way. My entire extended family oh, is, is leaving the, on Thursday to go to the, Los Angeles. Is this the uh, the Stefano slash Youngblood trip yeah, out trip to? Trip to away game, which my yeah. extended family does every year. I actually They went to Arizona two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I was going to go with you guys to, to Nashville last year, but COVID. That was our, yeah, that was our destination last year. It didn't happen because of the virus, obviously. Damn, that's awesome. But, you're going to be at uh, SoFi? Yeah, we are going to be in Los Angeles. Wait, how does, that, how does that make you not available? Not to have the ability to make a pick. I don't, no, I don't like, get that. No, you're not. Just, you're not a. You're not a. You're not a, a play-by-play announcer for the game. <sighs> okay, so if you want my, <laughs> if you want my real opinion, it's pretty much exactly what Ryan's is. I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think <clears throat> the Browns lose a close one. Mostly just because whenever my family goes on these trips, they always lose. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, when was the last time the Browns were good? They've gone on this trip. Ah, uh, twenty. 14 perhaps but they were seven and nine so that's not really great so yeah. Yeah. didn't go last year we were 11 and five so yeah. or maybe you guys are the jinx though. i'll tell you what though that would have been pretty cool because the browns laid waste to the titans that day well they uh, they did until the defense tried to give it away but yeah the game was well in hand by by early third quarter yeah um call me a homer i i, I think the i think the i think the browns are going to put the full game together next week uh, I just the it would def- be a great week for the it. defense is gaining gaining too much confidence. I think they're going to now. When I say that, Justin Herbert's good enough to where you know the Chargers might put up twenty one points, and I and I think we might still play just as good defensively as we did today. Um, but I think the offense gets back going a little bit, um, and I think Baker bounces back. Do I think he's going to throw five touchdown passes as a bounce back? No. Do I think he's going to be more accurate? Do I think um, he's going to be more in sync with what the offense is doing? Yes. Um, and again, today, the 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 be- the number one best thing he did today was he uh, he didn't turn the ball over. So played like complete crap, but that's the one good thing he did today. He didn't yeah. turn the ball over. One thing to keep an eye on. Uh, when, and I think the Browns are going to win, by the way. Yeah, I, I sort of. Uh, yeah, I, I by about I, that same margin. Uh, but, I read like between the lines on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. Whether you view it as a win or a loss, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be close no matter what, for sure. Yeah. 
I think one of the big things for me with the defense is uh, where is Ronnie Harrison going to be with concussion protocol? Yeah. Um, man, he has been snake bitten. Uh, he's been when he's been in his short time in Cleveland. When he plays, he makes a really positive impact on our defense. But boy, he's been in and out a lot. Yeah. Um, what's going to be the situation with Newsom? Uh, will the real Denzel Ward show up? Um, like I said, he, he had his flashes today. I'm not trying to crap on him too hard. He had some serious moments, but boy, he had some lapses too. Mm. So, um, secondary is banged up, but that happened. I mean, that's everybody, everybody gets banged up. That's the NFL and that's especially the world of DBs. They're fast and they're talented, but they're fragile. Agreed. We will see. I'm excited for it. Um, and it's going to be a big game. Yeah. I mean, it's big time AFC implications with these two teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, both look to be playoff teams um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting we we go into these games now against and and and, you know the chargers aren't world beaters they're they're very good they have a very good young quarterback um they're not world beaters they're they're maybe a step up from minnesota but you know i don't think the chargers are super bowl contenders but it's it's cool to how we go into these games like these big games where it's like yeah it it doesn't matter who we play like we have a really good chance of winning Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter so, like today, we played a borderline playoff team. Our quarterback played our, you know, maybe, if not his, in my opinion, I thought he played his worst game of his career today because he just, on pretty much half of his throws, he gave his receivers no chance to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are games where he turned the ball over a lot more, but, you know, um, we still won the game. So, you know, the Browns probably win this game by three touchdowns if Baker plays well. Yeah, for sure. Against a – against a fringe playoff team on the road. It definitely left a lot of points on the field today. 100%. So like many. like we said, like we said OBJ could have had three touchdown catches today. Two for sure, He's I think. He targeted eight times, and he only caught it three times. Yeah, which is not his fault at all. It's all no. ba- it's 100% on Baker. So, yeah. All right, let's go let's go around the NFL. Got some interesting uh score lines. I was just uh peeking. We certainly do. And as you alluded to earlier, the Browns are tied for the AFC North lead with Cincinnati, who Ooh. defeated Jacksonville on Thursday night, winning on a field goal at the buzzer. Do we think the Bengals are in any way legitimate? No. No. Okay, that was very fast. Okay. <laughs> on to on to the next. Um, I, I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you what. They're on the right track. Without Joe Burrow, they're one of the worst teams in the league. With Joe Burrow, they're – Do we give them 500? Well, maybe? there's no such thing as 500 in the NFL For, anymore. Yeah, nine, but, eight, yeah, eight, nine, something like I think that. their ceiling this year is probably like 8-9 and nine with, with, if Burrow stays healthy. Hmm. Uh, they're building. You can obviously see that. I think Zach Taylor's a horrible coach, but they're building talent there. Um, but let, let's, let's be honest. They beat, the, they beat Jacksonville. On Thursday, everybody's yeah. like, everybody's showering Joe Burrow with praise. They beat Jacksonville. If that game, if that would have been the Browns, we got destroyed by by our fans and our media. Yeah, right. Only beating Jacksonville. Like, how are you? How are you down fourteen nothing against that team? Yeah, Twitter nation. And this is this is why we live in such a Twitter, you know, in the moment society mm-hmm. where you know people come up with takes like Joe Burrow is better than Baker Mayfield in 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 lieu of all of the other evidence and you know could he be five ten years down the road sure but he has to prove it you can't just say because he beat because he came back and beat the jacksonville jaguars that he's better than baker mayfield right i mean come on let's live in reality 
The Jaguars have led in the second half of three of their four games so far this yeah, year, so it's not unusual for them to you know lump it away. And they're 0-4. Speaking of lump it away, who's the only team in the NFL that lumps games away worse than Jacksonville? Well, actually, there's two. Mm-hmm. The Lions come to mind. Well, The, the Char- Lions is one. Well, the Chargers yes. have been over the last couple of years. But, yeah, the Lions. The, the Chargers have been pretty bad with that. There's no doubt about it. Um the actual answer I was looking for was the Atlanta Falcons. Ah, oh, the Falcons, oh. yes. And they did it again today. 28-3. <laughs> they had a fairly large lead against the, the football team today. They end up giving it away. The football team comes away with a 34-30 to win in Atlanta. Did they cover? Yes, they did cover. I think I got that one right. Let's yeah. go. Wasn't one it one of the – I think it was I think one, it was one and a half. half. It was dang near a coin One toss. of the yeah. few games I got right in the Yeah, I got that right window. too. Another game I did get right was Buffalo absolutely beating the tar out of the Texans. F Buffalo, man. 40 to nothing. That, Screw the Bills, dude. That's, well, so we talked about this before we started recording. I don't, I don't have any real honest respect for like what the Houston Texans are as a football team. But a 17-and-a-half-point spread is just absolutely Obnoxious. cuckoo bananas in the NFL. Obnoxious, you don't, yeah. You don't bet. I don't know. I don't. Good on you for having the stones to, to, to pull the trigger on that one because that one is just crazy to me. So I took Houston plus 17-and-a-half because you'd think that the Bills would just eventually stop playing everybody, that Mitch Trubisky would be in there from the third quarter on. But apparently they just kept the train rolling. Good lord! That's a good point, Ryan. F I mean, bills, that man. you do get backdoor cover sometimes because the team's pulling guys out. Yeah. Well, Buffalo three and one with that one. Uh, speaking of the Lions, um, they ended up losing in Chicago today, twenty four fourteen to the Bears. The Bears, as terrible as they looked last week, they're now two and two. I they took the Lions both, today. They won yeah, both I their too. home games. After yeah, what I after, after what I saw the Bears last week, I thought they were dead and buried. I mean, it is the Lions. The Lions' defense is bad enough. I wrestled with this one substantially because I was thinking this could be a good good game for Fields to kind of get some mojo yeah. back after getting just beaten around last week. And I was like, nah, I think the Lions will be good enough to, to keep them at bay. And clearly that was wrong. Yeah. Maybe the Lions were just demoralized after how they lost last week. They have the to The Leones. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps the best played game of the 1 o'clock window was in Dallas. The Cowboys built a big lead on Carolina. Carolina uh, gamely came back late. They scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, but ultimately came up short. The Cowboys winning 36-28. to The Cowboys won, scored 36 points, and not a lick of it went to C.D. Lamb. <laughs> I am disgusted as a C.D. Lamb fantasy owner. <laughs> Normally when you see a score that high, you're like, ah, oh, somebody. I got at least something. Because I hadn't checked my, my app in a minute. I was like, oh, for sure I got something out of that. False. Not even two and a half points. No yeah. one cares about your fantasy team, right? So, uh, <laughs> if you were to do MVP voting through the first quarter of the season, Oof. would Dak Prescott be your MVP? Uh, he's definitely in the top three. He's in the running for sure. I'd have to think about that. He's been fantastic. Yeah, uh, he I really would, has. I would be looking at Stafford out in L.A. Stafford. He's gelled so fast. Although with that we're going to get to that game, they're getting pounded right now. Are they really? By the, mm-hmm. by the by the apparently for real Arizona Cardinals. I mm-hmm. don't understand that. I don't either. Cliff Kingsbury, get the hell out of here. Cliff Dingleberry. Maybe Kyler Murray is in that discussion here too. God. <sighs> to much, I much to much to my chagrin because he's making me look like an idiot. I would have bet a, <laughs> I would have bet a billion dollars that he would have flamed out this year, and he's ma- he's yeah. making me eat every syllable. Good but, for him, man. Yeah, he's going bananas. The only week I picked, we got to play them in what three weeks? Soon, yeah, yeah. three. The only two, week I picked two. Arizona to cover the spread, they didn't. So yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of just at odds with them too. So so they're your they're your bills to me. Pretty much. 
Um, Cowboys and Panthers are both three and one after this game. So uh, Dallas. Yeah. Do we do we start taking Dallas seriously? I think we have to. I take them more seriously than I take Carolina for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the jury I think is still out on Carolina. They had some I was I, I was start. I was impressed, you know, the Eagles aren't aren't very good, but I was impressed with how Dallas's defense played last week. Mm-hmm. Because cuz Dak had last week Dak had kind of a weird game. He he turned it on in the fourth quarter and ended up scoring a lot of fantasy points and putting up some good numbers, but the first three and a half quarters of that game, he had just, it wasn't bad. Like I tweeted, it was just weird. Yeah. He was having a weird game like uh he had the uh the sneak that he didn't get in, mm-hmm. uh, mainly was because I was pissed because he he had a he had a fifty yard uh, bomb to CD Lamb, which CD got tackled at the one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a little bit weird, but he turned it on, and yeah, he's he's been phenomenal this season. So I don't know. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, so I don't know how for real I think the Cowboys are. I think their defense is much improved, so they're probably going to win that division. We'll just see what the Cowboys can do in the playoffs. Yeah. In a battle of two teams that really aren't going much of anywhere this season, the Indianapolis Colts got off the schneid today. They go to Miami. Nice they beat call. the Dolphins I called that one. 27-17. I'm disappointed with myself that I did not make the right call. Yeah, no, I went with another one I wrestled with. I went with Miami. I didn't think that uh, – I just didn't think the Colts were going to fall to 0-4. I just yeah. didn't think. No, that's smart. And then we had some upsets today, and in fact, New Orleans and the New York Giants went to overtime today, and the Giants won the toss in overtime, and Drabil Peppers had one of the <laughs> all-time outbursts when they did. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. Uh, we oh, cannot it? Boom, we're going to take the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, referee's mic got every word of it. Yeah, referee's mic was hot. Somebody... Some producer at Fox definitely had an aneurysm on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, but you know what? To, to their credit, the Giants got the ball. They went right down and <laughs> scored. They left New Orleans with a 27-21 to win. Yeah, boy, they, they uh, talk about off a, the talk, Yeah, talk about a coach that needed it. Uh, there was so much mounting pressure on Joe Judge there. Yeah, uh, I still think he's a bozo, but. I do, too, and I think he's a, I think he's a lame duck because I, I, I don't know that the Giants win three more games this year. No, they're toast. Yeah, they're just bad. But hey, they got a, good they for got, them. They got a big win. Boy, New Orleans is going to be one of those teams this year where they're just going to be five hundred. They're just going to they're just going to they're just going to alternate wins and losses every year because Jameis is going to look great one week and then look terrible the next. Yep. They are the team that I would, if I was betting actual money, there is no way no. I would pick any game involving the Saints. Never. You just do not know what which team is going to show up with that. Or they're one of those teams where where uh, you take conventional wisdom and you just bet the opposite. And the AFC version of that is the Tennessee Titans. Yep. <laughs> they lose to the Jets today. Rough. In Touchdown, overtime. Titans. Game. Jets. <laughs> the Jets win 27-24 in overtime over the Titans. The Titans fall to 2-2. Two and two. The Jets are off the schneid at 1-3. and three. Yep. Uh, Another big win for Robert Sala. Uh, he was a big time uh, yeah. signing this off season. Uh, everybody really seemed to love hit that pick as a head coach. And a couple games in, it seemed like people were already done with him. Yeah. And so that was a big win to just get some pressure. I mean, the New York media is absurd. Um, They're so. very much in the mold of uh, how Browns uh, fans and media were four or five years ago, where it's just like, you know, new coach, new quarterback, same old Jets. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. 
the Kansas City Chiefs, who started the season one and two. Who owned the Chiefs? <laughs> they do make it to two and two today, but they had to slug it out with the Eagles today. The Eagles put 30 on the Chiefs. The Chiefs have a lot of problems defensively, but they masked it today by just going hog wild offensively. They win 42 to 30. And just apparently not throwing the ball to Travis Kelsey. Also salty about that, <laughs> for what it's worth. Yep, Tyreek Hill so had two touchdowns. I was oh, happy about that. Good for him. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts had himself another day today. Um, I mean, the Eagles are a team that's not really going anywhere, but it looks like they've become at least watchable. How? I mean, the, but the Chiefs, they can't stop anybody. That's, no, no. Yeah, I, it's hard for me to believe. And, and, you know, I've perhaps been more critical of them so far than you two have, but – it's hard for me to imagine them getting back anywhere near the Super Bowl with that defense playing as bad as they Right, and just, I mean, getting to the Super Bowl three straight times in and of itself is, you know, almost like a, unless your name's Tom Brady, is like a statistical impossibility. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. No, they, they've got some, I mean, they just made, waves would be, is too strong. They made a splishy splash by signing the uh, often high Josh Gordon. Splish, splash, I, would, I don't even think, I I don't even think he's going to play a game for them. I bet you he does. They I signed him to their practice squad. Yeah, I think it, he's going to get suspended again before he plays. I don't nah. think he's going to well, play another game in the NFL. I think no. Nah, I I think he'll get like he'll have like one or two, and people like, wow, look, he still has it. And then he'll get popped again. I I think he'll play a couple. He'll and be back. He'll, he'll be and, back in a and, week or two. And, and thank God that this only lasted like like one or two days on social media with the whole. Oh, the Browns should have signed him because Jarvis is hurt. We should have signed him. Like, no, we get don't. Out of here! You don't need anything toxic to bring bring it. We're, we're like, that's you like sure that's as like, hell don't need that. That's like well, going back to the ex that's cheated on you six times. Right, right. You just don't that's do it. She's analogy. different this time. I swear. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna treat me better. Yeah. I mean, I, I I've I mean I've done that. So yeah. <laughs> hand up. Yeah, but no, he he he's gonna play a game or two. But yeah, he'll. They don't need more offensive weapons. They have plenty of weapons. They need defensive help. So I, I, I think yeah. that they're going to make some moves um, in the coming weeks on, on the defensive side of the ball. If the, if they don't, I don't know what they can expect to to do in terms of an honest playoff run. So I'm just very quickly going to go through the 4 o'clock window here because none of these games are close right now. The Cardinals, as we mentioned before, they're on their way to 4-0. They're pounding the Rams in L.A. 34-13. Yeah. I, this is this is the moment for me. I'm just gonna have to start taking Arizona. Yeah, seriously I now. totally agree. They're Same. for real. I don't. I. I mean, you know, because when I saw, you know, the I would just sound spiteful them. if I kept saying like, oh no, they're. Right. Right. I was thinking like, oh, that was gonna be an easy win for the Browns. No, 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 it's not. The Seahawks all over the 49ers, 28 to 13. Damn. That's only got about six minutes left to go. So it looks like Seattle is going to two and two. The Niners will fall to two and two with that result. And then we've got the two games involving the, the AFC North teams here. Uh, one of them is good for us. One of them is not. I'll go start with the one that's not. The Ravens are leading 20-7 to 7 in Denver. Yeah, the can, Broncos, we, can we stop with the whole Denver's for real thing? Right. Yeah. They've played the two New York teams and Jacksonville. Yeah, no wonder. I would be 3-0. and <laughs> But the Ravens look pretty good to move to 3-1. and one. They are. There's about 12 and a half minutes left in that game. Uh, on a much... Better note, <laughs> at Lambeau Field, <laughs> the Packers are all over the Steelers, 27-10. to 10. I'm waiting for it, but it didn't happen. So, um, yeah, Green Bay looks great. The Steelers don't. Come on! And Pittsburgh looks like they're going to fall to one. There it is. Extremely good.
Pittsburgh's going to fall to one and three there. So they are going to be firmly board. in the basement. As of now, it looks like it's going to be a three-way tie atop the division lead between Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland at three and one. Yeah. Going to tonight, we mentioned Tom Brady earlier. It's what a game return. this is going to be. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to Gronk. Gillette He's not even going to be there. Right. Yeah, Gronk's hurt. Yeah. Stinks didn't even make. Him. Didn't even make the trip. That's fine. He's going to get hammered somewhere in the basement. He's going to have a blast. Yeah. He'll be, he'll not, not watching film, no. as he admitted right. on uh, uh, Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. by the way. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That is elite viewing. How, how much does it suck that they're, that they're not going to be doing that until week seven? They're not doing that every week. They're doing oh, for, they're not? They're doing it for 10 weeks out of the season. We won't see them again until week seven. Oh, I'm yeah. so disappointed because I was excited for tomorrow night. I know. It's a good game. Yeah. And it, you know it would have been uh, Eli making fun of Peyton's giant forehead and having one sweaty pit, and not another one. Uh, oh, it just it would have been a bunch of ruthless yeah. jokes about how Brady got the better of Peyton yeah. and yada, Eli. Yada. Eli activating his hips, doing yeah. the doing the hip thrust uh, warm up. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, you need to. Apparently, week seven, you need to check it, check back in because Peyton and Eli breaking down games and trashing each other is spectacular viewing. Oh, it's amazing. Speaking of the Monday night game, Raiders, which we mentioned earlier, going to L.A. to face the Chargers. Raiders looking to go to 4-0 in that game. The Chargers, who the Browns play the week following, so uh, they're looking playing, to go to 3-1. So they're playing, back, they're playing NFL games on back-to-back days at SoFi? Yes, they are. Interesting. I mean, they don't have to paint the field. They just replace the, the fake grass in the end zones mm-hmm. for, and then the, the, the midfield logo. But Is that not a natural grass field? <coughs> no, no. That's turf field. Wow. Yeah. L.A.? No. It that might be just for that reason, though, because you've got two teams playing there. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, all right. That's uh, that's around the league. That does it. Uh, and that's pretty much going to do it uh, for us this week. Victory Monday tomorrow. Let's not overreact, Browns fans. Do you know who we are, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing this podcast on remote from L.A. next week? If you want to, if you want to call in, sure. Well, what time is the game? Uh, four, four o'clock Eastern or four twenty-five or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I may be. You two may be doing that one. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I, I may, have to call. I may. Right. I may be. <laughs> I gotta be at the school at like six thirty. We'll figure that out. TBD uh, programming well. updates. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's gonna do it for us. Browns victory Monday. Celebrate accordingly. Stop. Quit bitching at each other about mm-hmm. our quarterback. Uh, just enjoy the fact that we're three and one, and uh, hope that he bounces back next week. So your football team is three, three and, and one. one, three and one. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Browns are on track for a thirteen and four record this season. So if we're gonna complain about that, then I, I you'll never know. be happy. Yes. So anyway, for Ryan, for Steve, I'm Dan. You can follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast, and uh, we will catch you guys next week. Go Browns! Bye. Bye. Bye.